2: MMA. Martial arts. That's, what That's what MMA. we saw. MMA. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: worst rap song ever <laughs> as we welcome you to the UFC Vegas 41 post fight show here on MMAfighting.com. Hope you guys enjoyed what seemed like the longest event ever. I mean, it just seemed at times like this is a very long day and a very long card, but uh, it's over and it ended with Marvin Vittori getting the victory over a surprisingly much more game than I thought he would be, <laughs> Paulo Costa. So props to Paulo Costa. That was a great fight. Great main event. It delivered to the level of what this insane fight week was really all about, if we're being honest. And we're here to talk to all of you about what happened. You guys can join in on the conversation. I am Mike Hack. We got the Prince of Positivity, Alexander Kaylee in the building. Are we gonna, you look are worn we gonna talk, out from... A, are hey, we going
3: to talk... <laughs> been a long day are we gonna talk bellator at all as well bellator yeah we can either. all right i'm sending out a fire tweet i gotta get my hashtags right guys i gotta have okay all right all right yeah just right we'll dabble in bellator. No, I'm, <laughs> giving, the- I'm giving equal billing equal billing all for right Vegas equal billing
1: and we have e casey in here casey how are you doing my man
2: I'm. I just saw six thousand fights, and I'm still coherent because it ended with a freaking barn burner of a fight, and so it ended well. It ended well, so I'm good. I mean, good moods. Good mood. Good mood. It was a great.
1: It was a great fight. Great fight. Uh, the most great important fight. question of all, because I don't know the answer to this. Did I win the picks? Oh God! I just. So oh bad.
3: gosh! <laughs> I think I won. Uh, I think I won. Right. Uh, I will check right now. Hold on. Let's make this official. I will check right now.
2: It's a very it was, it big was,
3: deal right now. It was ugly for all of us early on. Through the prelims, through the prelims, it was, it was not, uh, not great for the MA fight. I don't think, crew, uh, I, I don't think
1: I. think, I don't think anybody got above 500. But I think I got one like completely perfect pick, and that might have put me over the top.
3: All right, according so to official ruling. topologies No, Jed Machu won. Of course, Jed, Jed Mishu no, Evil wins. Jed Machu eight and not great eight out of fourteen, so just above 500. But, uh, yes, 8 out of 14. He had two perfects, actually.
2: He had two perfects. So, so big, wins again. I finished in dead pretty last. I, I was in dead last on our picks. Gosh this darn was it. This was tough. Gosh this darn it. Tough. The prelims got me good.
1: Well, let's start with this main event. It was uh, it was fun. Vittori came out looking intense. Paul Acosta looked like he was about to pick up a Buick and throw it through the cage. Of course, Costa just eyeballs Vittori the entire time. He sprints to the cage, and then he gets in. Security's got to separate him. This is exactly what we had hoped for. Uh, Yeah, and then the two guys went in there and had 25 minutes in absolute war. So, AK, your thoughts on the main event and Martin Vittori's hard-fought win over Paulo Costa.
3: That was a war. You know, that felt like a long fight at the top of a long card, but like in a good way. You know, it was it wasn't a pretty fight. You know, it wasn't a pretty fight, but not all ugly fights are bad. This was an ugly fight in like the best way. It was just so nasty and gritty and like everything was hard hitting. It felt like they threw so many shots uh and connected that would have landed uh, sorry that would have ended other fights especially Vitor, uh, Vittori definitely took like a like a clean head kick He's eaten eating those rib roasters you guys are always talking about like I thought any one of those body shots was going to drop him at any second you know what I mean I, I thought it's one of the things like you, you keep taking them you keep taking them and it seems like you can take the whole fight it just takes one to just completely put you down I thought it was coming at any moment i mean somehow he made it through and, and persevered and won the fight it was it was just awesome and um yeah it's it's rare that you i think you have a fight that's that that's that entertaining but also feels like i it felt for me it felt like longer than 25 minutes or even counting the breaks longer than like 35 however long a, a five-round fight actually takes in, in in real time it felt longer than that but it felt so it so fun to watch so that was a unique main event i can't i don't know if i have a comparison to that right now but um right now i think one of the best fights we've seen this year
2: oh yes yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, I would agree with that. It was a great fight. And I was on the live blog for that fight. And before the first punch was even thrown, I already had like a paragraph and a half written just due to the shenanigans before the fight. So (laughs) it was an excellent live blog. These two guys delivered. It was an incredible fight. Casey, your thoughts on the action? Because you were right. Costa targeted the body, which he's very effective with. Mm -hmm. Vittori is as tough as they come. He's got the quote-unquote blockhead a la israel adesanya as he liked to, to state so poetically but like michael bisbing said you can only take so many shots to the body before they start you know really affecting you and can take you out of the fight and there are times especially later on especially in that fifth round where i was like man he can't take many more of these And Vittori very smartly clinched up and just sort of rode out the rest of the fight very wisely in my opinion and it was just a great fight man your your thoughts on it and the performances from both guys
2: um the positives first off great yeah great performance from both fighters obviously it's just um yeah we did we saw one of the fights of the year to, uh, tonight this afternoon um yeah i'm just kind of soaking it all in it was just just it was just a good fun gritty sweaty <laughs> fight with just just hunks of bones and muscles being thrown at across the cage um now, my prediction coming into this fight, I, I was the kind of the weird one. I said that I had, I, I picked Costa to win by actually body shots in the second round. And I don't feel bad of that pick. Uh, what I didn't, what I did, what I underestimated was we knew Marvin Vittoria had a block head, but he just has a block body. I mean, he, like, like, like Bisbing said, those feel like he, those feel like uh, Costa was like slamming into tie pads, full, full speed, full, full technique. And um Vittori was just eating them, eating him, eating him, eating him. Eating him and eating him and I don't understand how he never really even crumpled never even did one of those oh you know it was just um just dang incredible fight and uh this being I mean commentators say way too much this guy's as tough as they come I will give that to Vittori Vittori is in that category he is as tough as they come he nothing really rocked him. a couple of things slowed him down a bit but nothing really rocked him the guy's in incredible shape um even right just uh, I would say, you know, just uh, Bisming said toward the fourth round, he said, thank God these men didn't have to dehydrate, dehydrate themselves, because what we're seeing here is kind of what these men, what a lot of fighters have the full potential to give us in the cage. But because of the dehydration process and everything, you know, sometimes we don't get that fight. But I feel like we got in terms of just pure excitement and just output just the maximum from each of these fighters, so um just you no know, round of applause for both men and uh yeah, just great fight and good inventory um actually, i actually actually scored it a draw, but that's a, we can just discuss that later How yeah,
4: did this you score this that a draw okay like oh, two oh. two and two. Two yeah. rounds
3: each, and then one. No yeah, way. Um, no, no. The round. The, what, what was it? Three, round? three rounds for
2: Costa. Three rounds for Costa, and yeah, three rounds for Costa. And for, yeah, and because right. the fight was scored three, three rounds to two rounds for Vittori, right? With the point yes. deduction. Yes. Yeah, that's how I yes. that's how I scored it. Yeah, and the round I assume is the and the, the reason to me why Costa lost the fight was that stupid guillotine he went for. I think in the third round of round that he was winning and he went for that guillotine. Both men were super sweaty. Vittori easily slipped out of it and and finished the last 90 seconds of that round on top. He didn't do too much damage, but I felt—I um, think I, I guess the judges and most of the media members went with giving Vittori that round. But up until then, mm-hmm. I thought Costa had won that round, and even though he didn't—he lost the guillotine tip, Vittori didn't do anything on top. He just kind of, there was just a little couple peppering shots. There was no damage done, and I felt that the—what the, the uh, what do you call it? Uh— the, uh, all the work that Vittor- all the work that Costa did up until that guillotine choke, until the last 90 seconds, I thought that still won the round. I get why people have Vittori taking that round. I'm not like, Ugh, but that's why it gave it. A- that's why it would have been a 3-2 for um, Costa and then being a draw with the point deduction. But I get I, yeah, I'm not, I I'm not I'm not I'm not going I'm not screaming Robbie or like you know right. I anything mean like that. I'm just that's that was my that was my interpretation of that round. But I get I get it. It was but it, yeah, was, I mean, in the end it was, was a, d- it was a dumb it was a dumb guillotine attempt. It was a dumb guillotine attempt. there was no reason to go for it. And um yeah, that's that sucked that Costa did that.
1: Yeah, it was uh I thought Fatori was probably winning at that point. But I mean listen, it's, it just depends on how you scored. I thought Fatori mm-hmm. landed Landed quite a few, definitely way more. Uh, Costa when he landed, I mean, especially when he was going to the body, the body kicks were adding up. But it's Vittori one of the fights I think, think, think S- Victoria landed oh, the cleaner shots for sure. Yeah, I, I would, mean, obviously the takedown was big, the ground and pound was big. It kind of like even things up, and then yeah, him going for the guillotine or the darts, whatever he was trying to go for at the yeah, time uh yeah it kind of just foiled all that mm-hmm. momentum
2: and i agree like this is one of those fights where i think statistically it looked like costa sorry vittori had a lot more significant strikes but i felt that all the the if there were like regular strikes significant strikes and really significant strikes i <laughs> feel like costa won the really significant strikes by a lot and um but either way super good fight i have no issue with vittori taking the decision and um i'm not even like going to say anyone was wrong i am not even going like I'm not even gonna try to sell it or anything but um no it's just a great fight man i just I was just I was super excited because that that card was that card, card kind of sucked and the main event saved it that's all <laughs> this is this is what fully hydrated or should yeah. say more hydrated
3: undepleted bodies look like you know the way they can perform because I guarantee if this happens I don't want to say guarantee I think there's a much uh, much much more likely if this happens at 185 vittori might get knocked out or vice versa or or uh costa is too, uh, is drained and he gets to drain you know, yeah. pound pounded or something yeah like it's a different fight it's a different fight at 85 yeah yeah and as you mentioned this is the uh, uh on the on the post uh, pre uh, pre-fight q a and, and and preview uh, casey that 20 pounds is the biggest difference between divisions 185 and 205 that's a lot that's a massive massive difference and again it could have been a similar fight uh at 185 but I think the likelihood of either guy getting finished was so much higher. So I hope fighters see this. I know it's not going to change anything. I mean, I'm, I'm not naive. But I do hope <laughs> people realize, like, man, when you fight at a, a higher weight, as long as, uh, you know, it, it's a little more, so you're not like tiny, like, you know, 155, 170, whatever it is. As long as, it, like, if you are if extreme weight cutting, I do, it. Ha- I feel like it has to be worse for you in the long run. And I hope people see this as evidence of that. But I don't know. I think it will just be an outlier and, and we're all just not going to, you know, We'll remember all the controversy, but not necessarily into the, the benefits they might have had from not cutting down to 185.
1: This is one of those events where – I mean oftentimes – like I – oftentimes like I don't really want to hear from Dana White. But today would have been a good day to hear from Dana White. Like just to hear his response to Paul Costa and the fight. Like if if Costa's performance sort of negated the BS throughout the fight week, I mean – who knows? I would have loved to hear what he has to say, but unfortunately, we'll probably have to wait till next week when they're in Abu Dhabi, and Jose, I believe, is already on, our, on his way out to I mean, Abu Dhabi yeah. to get you ready for UFC 267. So, great main event. Vittori wins. We'll see what's next for him. There's some interesting fights at 185 for him. He's not going to the belt anytime soon, but a good win nonetheless. Wait, before uh, we, jump, before we yeah. jump
2: off real quick, I, one, Sorry, a, a big t- talking point before the fight was Costa's going to lose and then the UFC is gonna cut him. They're gonna like, we're done with this. We don't want to deal with his shenanigans. I said that ain't happening, no matter what. After that fight, that ain't happening. What do you think? I mean, there, there was a lot of discussion about that. You, right. yeah, I was with you. I,
3: I was with you. I was I was, okay. I, was more, I was definitely more critical of Costa's like behavior. Like I, I'm still like annoyed by it. But I also, but I was like, he. I didn't feel he inconvenienced the UFC that much. And again, he's probably moving up to 205 anyway. Yeah. So it's no, it's no big sweat off their back, right? It's 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 unfortunate. I think it's unprofessional. It makes me think less of Costa. Do I think it makes the UFC think less of him? No. And especially after this performance, again, we said Anthony Rumble Johnson was a guy who came with way more baggage, had more weight issues than Costa has had, um, and they kept him around for a long time after uh, after he finally moved up to two hundred five. So is Costa as good as him? I don't know. Maybe not. But he's been in some very entertaining. I think he's almost always in entertaining fights, except yes. when he got smoked by uh, Izzy. And I'm sure that was entertaining which was entertaining. To some entertaining people in that. Just on he was on the in, <laughs> in, a, in another way, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think as long as he goes up to 205, um, yeah, I, I I see him being there for him there for for a while. Yeah, yeah I,
1: I didn't. I mean, I I understand the Rumble Johnson comparison, but we have to understand that those are in two completely different times in the sport. Business was in a much different place that back then than it is now. This is pre contender series. This is pre looking for a fight. This is pre short notice calls, pre apex, pre pandemic, where pre cards every no issue week cutting yeah. these guys. Yeah, they'd be yeah. no issue cutting these guys in lieu of 10 and 10 contracts coming off the contender series. Like they, they could do that much different time now. I will say this I don't think Costa gets cut because of this fight. Uh, had he. Had he gotten drubbed out, that was my point. If he goes out there and just gets rolled by Marvin Vittori after all this, then yes, I think he would have. And there were points early in that fight where Costa was breathing heavy. Even in the first round, I was like, oh, boy, this is not good. This could be really, really bad. And Costa just kept going, which is a testament to him and his heart and his grid. And good on him, man. It was just a great fight. I don't think it negates everything, but it definitely – leaves us with a better taste in our mouths than we that we had probably coming in so uh i don't think we've got bonuses yet but no we any, should, any we guesses should, I mean. any, oh by the way since this is a 205 pound fight could that fight win fight of the night or are they just taking i think the it favor? should
3: I- I think because it wasn't technically like a miss or anything. He didn't like miss it weight. Was, they didn't miss weight. He didn't. Nobody missed anything. <laughs> he didn't miss
2: weight.
3: I, <laughs> Did I'm thinking would be he eligible. He gets 50
2: G's yeah. for this. He should. Oh my I think
3: gosh. Will be. I think he will. I think or, he will. And or Vittori Or actually, Victoria uh, retor- 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 might get the
2: 400, which is good for him. Good for him. Um, no, uh, I, I mean, look, I hated how
3: Paulo <laughs> the Genius Costa uh, went about this, but 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 if the but call if back, the contracts if the contracts were changed. And he, I mean, yes, he gave up the 20%, which, which does make it seem like mm-hmm. a weight miss, but technically it's not. And the contracts yeah. were changed before the weigh-ins, before the weigh-ins, be before the weigh-ins it wasn't changed after the weigh-ins. Yeah. yeah, I know it sucks, but he should be eligible. For, I think it's fair if he's eligible for bonus. And again, I'm only saying that obviously, cause the fight was so amazing. If it was a boring fight or something, then, and like he got like a big knockout, I'd probably go the other way with it. But the fight was awesome. Yeah. I, I think he's eligible for another 50 Gs. Yeah well we'll see what happens uh, that was
1: a great fight the only other one that probably could contend would be mason jones david onama that was a oh, really was good a fight good that was a good Incredible fight, fight. Uh, uh so that might end up getting it
2: otherwise uh, what do you guys
3: performance yeah what do you guys think bonuses uh, yeah i'm
2: gonna go Jeff i'm gonna Malina. go caceres i thought caceres is yeah, Jeff. i'm gonna go definitely Ooh. go caceres and hmm, okay. um rodriguez gregory rodriguez i think that was um pretty dang good uh, oh, yeah, am I missing anything? Like, uh, oh, Goomeriano.
3: There were some. good Oh, Her-
2: J- Jai Herbert. How did I say his name. I'm
3: saying. I think Jai Herbert. Yeah. Jai Herbert. Not not, not as Jai Herbert, as Jai we, Herber. we wish it was. You know, it Jai is Jai Herbert.
2: Herbert. Jai, <laughs> <laughs> Jai Herbert. Uh,
3: you know what? Yeah, yeah, I, J-
2: yeah Jai Herbert, and <laughs> oh wait, jeez, <laughs> I don't know. Uh <laughs> There's a lot of options actually for performances. Honestly, I'm going to say Herbert. Herbert and Rodriguez, and then Vittorio
3: Costa fight of the night. Yeah, that's my guess.
1: Ah, oh, man. Mike? Yeah, I'm I'm intrigued. I, I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what they're going to do. Do they give the main event the fight of the night? Do they penalize Paul Costa and give the full 100K to Marvin Marvittori? That would oh. say a lot.
3: That the would bonuses say a lot. are in. The bonus are in. Keep Oh, going. Boy. I'll, I'll read them the are... I'll read them. This is, this is wild. This is wild. Go Oh, no. oh boy. Let's go. Oh, Let's go. It? Okay. Just, go read just read them out. Just read them out. Fight of the night. Uh, Park versus Rodriguez. I don't mind that. It's a pretty good fight. Um, but surprise. Over Jones and Onama? What?
1: That's wild. Yeah.
3: Over Jones and Onama. I don't know. And then performances. Caceres. Okay. And Vittori. The very rare decision win... Performance bonus—that is clearly sending a message to Costa, 100%. Not that he's not—not not that he doesn't deserve it. I think vittori does deserve performance bonus, but you never see them give performance bonuses for decision wins.
2: That's a and, very and, clear. And, a, and a competitive decision win. I've seen performance yeah, the like decision yeah. wins, but a competitive yeah, 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 yeah. decision win—that's um, <laughs> dude—that's a very
3: clear sign. That's the clearest sign we've seen yet that they were not happy with. Uh, uh, and by the way, Dana White is apparently there. All
1: right. Yes, I think Brett's talking to him. I don't know if he's going to speak to the media as a whole, but he said the fight tonight, mm. according to Brett Okamoto, this fight tonight only happened because of Marvin Vittori. He says he doesn't have a reason why Paulo Costa came in heavy, but gives a lot of credit for, quote, fighting his ass off tonight.
4: <laughs>
1: so there you go. That's classic Dana, just right down the middle. He <laughs> takes a shot, gives Costa a little bit of praise, and we're right smack in the middle. So I guess Dan is going okay. to the presser. So we'll see what's going on.
3: Uh, and I'm trying uh, so to see your... what uh, the re- the reaction the to the oh okay. sorry, but uh, Vittori but so Vittori got a performance bonus and Caceres got a performance bonus, and then they gave fight of the night to uh, Rodriguez and Young and, uh, Young Jung Young Park, excuse me.
2: I think it's interesting they Weird, didn't give right? um they didn't give Nick uh, I can't say his last name the guy I fought. I Mariano yeah he didn't get any he didn't win a performance bonus even though nope. I thought that should have been a no contest honestly but that's a but since it was ruled that a knockout I felt he should have gotten the performance bonus but so, but the rules for performance bonuses make zero sense to me like the logic each week I, it's I, it's, so it's the most inconsistent thing in the sport <laughs> to be honest <laughs> Uh, i see a lot of people saying thank you i see a comment what? thank you
3: dana for not rewarding a cheater so a lot of people are kind of okay with him not getting a bonus so like not i said cheating. i don't know how i he, feel about he, it
2: you paid the, he paid the penalty for it it's like he's whatever whatever i got it. everyone's going they're going yeah. everyone mma fans saw an amazing fight and they still want to be grumpy good whatever
1: yeah <laughs> uh the uh, one yeah, thing we can people- get from dana at the presser is costa is going to be a 205 pounder moving forward i'm sorry okay. is
2: no
3: surprise Yep, okay, cost yeah. to stay that's, what, a that's a, that's a uh, dana says dana says
2: oh that, dana, says, yeah. gonna, dana
3: says <laughs> well you know what Strictly but they're says.
2: the ones that they're the ones that make the contracts they if Paulo if uh paulo says that he wants to fight at 185 the ufc goes no you're fighting at 205 and that's that's the ufc's discretion so uh yeah if dana says it that's oh, probably we, and that's and that's the only thing how, that makes sense it's the only thing that makes sense how often does that happen though how often do we know that that has happened
3: where they've actually said, told someone, no, you're fighting at this weight class. Like, I guess we can assume in some cases it
2: happened, but as far as we know, we don't know like when it's actually happened, right? No, but you can but you they fight, they fight for Dana and the UFC. They, they, they're the ones that make the contracts, you know, it's not.
3: But we oh, we've seen, but we've seen Dana say before, like, "Well, this oh, guy yeah, is the yeah. last time." Oh, we seen this guy, this, like we say it all the time. And then they go, "Like, ah, we talked about it, and they said they've changed up their, their camp, and they changed up their diet, and i have giving them another chance this weight class." So, I mean, that could easily happen with Costa. But don't honestly, don't, don't we, to we want to, to see
2: Costa big. at two of five? I feel like that's yes, yeah, yes. That, I, that I that hope it's better. It just feels like Costa versus, does put a foot down. Yeah, yeah. Costa versus Anthony Smith. You know, it'd be fun. You know, Anthony Smith, former 80 er You know, things like that. Tiago Santos. Tiago Great Santos. Friend. Yeah, two. 85ers, oh, uh, 85ers who have had a lot of success at 205. Who knows? Yeah. We, Costa might be one of them. We don't know yet.
1: Yeah. That's yeah. what we should John do. Jones will never made event again. Amanda Nunes yeah. never main event hey, man, again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. They both yeah. main evented again. So <laughs> uh, so that was the main event. Fun fight. Uh interesting co-main event. It was the Grant Dawson show for 10 minutes, and then Ricky Glenn Ooh. bounces back with the big third round. Uh and ends up getting a 10-8 on two of the judges' scorecards and gets a draw. Now, I don't have an issue with the 10-8. No issue whatsoever. I was a little puzzled by the 10-8. I, I just, I didn't see it. I thought it was a dominant round. I didn't see a 10-8. Uh, I, honestly, what I think gave Ricky Glenn the 10-8 more than his actual round was after the was yep. after the round that's, he's it. Like, that's it you got to get up bro you got to get up he made yep. everybody pay Good. attention to grant dawson on the ground being labored james kraus gets in there he lifts grant dawson up he gives him a hug grant dawson gives the thumbs up with his back against the cage but ricky glenn just calling attention to that moment mm-hmm. saying you got to get mm-hmm. up he got everyone's attention including the judges and two of them were like you know what he's right that's a bro. The veteran savvy Rick the Ricky the Gladiator Glenn with that just not even in the fight the last ten seconds after the horn sounds after the horn that's a game to draw in my
2: opinion absolutely um, well done
3: showmanship showmanship should be an unwritten part of the criteria showmanship
2: yeah no we, drama we. we, we yeah, we always see that after the fight's over, we hear the coaches, raise your arms, raise your arms. Look like you won the fight. Don't look tired. And this was just, yeah, this was kind of a little different. But yeah, uh, Ricky Glenn going, because if Ricky again just lets go, walks away, holds his arms up, it just looks like Grant Dawson's tired. That's all. But the fact that he said, get up, get up. And Grant Dawson's like, ugh, you know, <laughs> just, it was, it was just, yeah, great, great. I scored a 10 8 before that, but I think that really sealed the deal. And that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely agree that was a 10-8 round and the judges and Rick again, Ricky Glenn, yeah, sold it. You're 100% correct, Mr. Heck. Thank you. Wow. All right. <laughs>
1: uh, Jessica Rose Clark comes back with the win. It wasn't uh yep. wasn't well, one work, right man, home above, but workman like got it done.
2: Woman like, work
3: like. Get that winner's bonus. Get that winner's bonus.
2: Oh, we're on, on, on the draw on the, on the on the sorry, but the co event as much as I want to draw, it freaking sucks that the only real winners are the UFC because yes, both fighters only get their show money and they don't get like any of their win money and i think that sucks mm-hmm. and but former union and change those rules guys so yep. otherwise yeah agreed.
1: <laughs> alex casaris wins i think was i the only one who picked alex Casares in our picks but i, I did so. yeah. um trinaldo split decision after losing a point uh oh, we talked that, about yeah that was, that was quick first round finish Gregory Rodriguez, good comeback win in that second round because he was in deep trouble against genuine Park. Mason Jones, David Onama, incredible fight. Uh, props to David Onama. Just less than a week's notice comes in and puts on a classic. I can't wait to see what he does at 145.
2: <laughs> so, talented. Carici, so talented. Debra a good
1: win. Yep. Jamie Pickett, first UFC win. Again, not a tremendous fight. Jai Herbert, first we'll UFC win. comma Worthy, interesting. Uh, someone tweeted me. And I don't know if anybody else heard this who is watching very closely, but... Apparently, like, after the finish, Kamaworthy said to the referee, like, basically had a, a lethal weapon moment where he's like, I'm 35, I'm too old for this shit kind of a thing. And <laughs> so we'll see where he goes from there. Jeff Molina, great win. Definitely somebody to watch at 125 pounds. Yeah. Random Marcos with a fire. She looked good. That was a clear Save win. Job. Saved
2: her job. Incredible. sure did. 11 and 11.
1: Jonathan Martinez kicked things off with a... With a nice performance over Ziviad Lazicvili. As things got a little hairy for Mr. Martinez. Yeah, as the dog, as against, an underdog, uh, an undefeated fighter, but good win for John
3: Martinez. He's a good fighter. I don't give gambling advice. I don't give gambling advice, but I will tell people: watch, look at people's pre-big show records, please. If you're I, like, I know I saw undefeated guys. I know it looks cool. Up until he was in the LFA, uh, Lazidzvili, he I think he started off like eight uh, zero, all against guys with zero and zero records. So that was a big time. Now the two guys who beat in LFA were pretty good, but guys, you got to watch for that stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad Jonathan Martinez won because um, I, because I actually picked something right for once. <laughs> it was competitive. Okay. I mean, it was such a long time ago, but that was a competitive fight, right? Martinez. Yeah, yeah. But back. I think a lot of people yeah. without like a, uh, like a, like I thought because this guy's a big uh, wrestling, you know, reputation. They thought, oh, he's just going to take him down. Okay. He's going to, you know, submit him, and that no, was a stand up fight for the most part. And Jonathan Martinez looked great.
1: I'm trying to see what Paulo Costa. Is saying right now oh, he's it says the believes Marvin Vittori won the first round. No, no, he's not going to make it a league right now. Oh. Second round, referee took one point from the card. Oh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, the third, fourth, and fifth round, I won clearly. He says I don't understand that. Why they give the victory to Marvin Vittori? Congratulations for Marvin, he did a great job. But Costa felt feels like he won rounds three, four, and five, which I don't agree with. But
2: what can you do? I had Costa, I but I did not have him winning round five. four. Though I didn't have him winning round four. Did, we, yeah, did you have him
1: winning round five? The final I had round? him winning round five. Okay, I had him winning this. He five won the second. Yeah. Technically, it was a nine-nine. I gave the nine-nine second, and I gave Costa the fifth. Okay. And so really the only round that did we,
2: you guys hear debate uh, any any um, disagreement is round three. That's really any is round three. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Did you guys hear any warning? Did you guys hear a warning before he took the point?
1: But the point, from what Herzog was saying, he said he was warning him about grabbing Vittori's gloves.
3: Yes. Did That's you guys hear he any said. of that though? Like, did was did you guys I hear that on the broadcast? But I was tonight? live I blogging,
1: anymore. so I wasn't really paying attention too much to what the what the referee was saying. But Herzog's mm-hmm. one of the best in the business, so if he says that he warned mm-hmm. that he warned Costa, I completely believe that he did.
2: Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I actually disagree disagree with the point <gasps> deduction, but um, I thought the reason why is because if you watched the replay. Um, I think when he, threw, he was throwing the kick, he had his hand out, which is normal. Um, Batore was moving in, and like they kind of ran into each other on, on a, when he was, was you no know, uh, having his hand out for a kick. It's okay, he deducted a point. I didn't really agree with it. I didn't think the, the, earlier, the earlier warning was maybe loud enough. I didn't, I didn't see I was watching I was, I was paying pretty close attention, and I didn't see any warning, and so. And Herzog is still the best ref. I just didn't agree with that, but he's still the best ref. He took two Do you points know I know th- yeah. Do you know how I know this fight is not a robbery?
3: Um, just looking at the comments, we have people from both sides saying a draw is crazy, and we have people saying uh, Costa uh, uh, that uh, Costa winning is crazy. So thank you, commenters. For <laughs> I think the fact that you have, you have two sides while saying the other side is crazy shows, I guess it's, yeah, it's yeah. pretty – then the call was fair because, yeah, it's – it's it's obviously divided. It's so. controversial. Wait, wait, I don't even call it controversial. Controversial. I mean, we're talking about it. It's a controversial uh, decision, sure. But robbery, I I don't think so. Yeah, well, I, I wouldn't yeah. do the robbery. The thing. point
1: deduction. The point deduction stinks. But like at least in my card, it didn't affect the fight because I still had Vittori winning three of the rounds. It would have been forty-eight, forty-seven right. with right, the point. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah, Costa still would have won the round. He just would have got one extra yeah. point and He still would have lost the fight, guys. But. So there you go. That's the UFC card. We should talk, oh. however, about oh. Fyodor Emelianenko with the walk off. Everything about, like, I watched it on my computer, kind of like on the side eye, but I was listening to it. Everything about that fight was great. Tim Johnson's walk By the way, Rick Derringer. I mean, where's the Rick Derringer version of Real American? the hulk hogan
2: theme song yeah yeah, Come on now. yeah. Like the acoustic what was version that? was like the folk version the campfire version what was, was that that?
1: <laughs> that was horrible
2: like Something i got lost I actually, the,
1: whoever tweeted from the mma fighting account these coming out to hulk hogan's theme song i went to show i rewound it just so i could see it and then i heard it i'm like what is this this is terrible great song selection but just like the wrong version if you came out to the actual one that would have been just amazing and then fedor gets in there, bolts him with a combination, puts him out, walk off KO. I mean, this is this is the stuff that dreams are made of right here in Russia, in Moscow. I mean, what an amazing moment for Fedor Emelianenko. AK, do you do well, you think this is how what were your thoughts on the performance first of all? Actually, well, the we'll whole
3: atmosphere, the Yeah, the, look the whole atmosphere of the card was really cool. It felt like it it it, it felt you know, we always criticize uh, the UFC for when they go to a different uh, place, a different country, different region, anything. It just fe- – everything feels the same. It doesn't feel like you're somewhere different. So uh, while this card wasn't full of barn-burning fights, in fairness, I think would, if you look at just the quality of the fights themselves, they were, they were okay. I mean, uh, there were some good uh, showcase performances uh, like Usman Megamanov, But overall, the fight's not, not that much to write home about. Atmosphere was great. Atmosphere was great. They had a very good translator, um not a good interviewer, but excellent <laughs> translation, good energy. Um, and uh it really felt like you were watching a big deal. Like, if this was, you know, if this Bell Tour, if you're tuning into Bell Tour for the first time because you're like, oh, cool, they're going to Russia. I want to see what that's like. You got a real experience. You got a real like. Wow, this is like this. It's really different. This really feels like a different product. So I really like that aspect of it. And of course, when it came to the main event, it paid off big time. There was just such a such a um, the way they filmed the walkout and everything was so dramatic. And Fedor is not going to do anything crazy on a walkout. So just just the atmosphere does a lot of the heavy lifting. And he was stoic as always. Barely moved. I think the only gesture he made was he did you know the sign of the cross when he stepped into the step into the cage, and that was it. That no, no pomp and circumstance. Very powerful, uh, loud, uh, classical you know Russian music, which was cool. Um, the crowd would just you could you could sense their their awe, and that's a great moment. That's something that you can't manufacture in MMA. So um, it was a cool entrance, short fight, which was probably for the best right now. Uh, exciting highlight, real KO. Who knows what's going to happen to Fedor in his next fight, if that is his last fight. But he definitely snuck in one more highlight, and in Moscow, uh, in front of all these Russian fans. So it was, it was, it was a very cool moment. I like the whole feel of the card, even if the fights themselves were uh, mostly forgettable.
2: Yeah. Still, one of the best, like one of the best knockouts of his career. That was up there with the Arlovski knockout, the Tim Sylvia mm-hmm. knockout, the Brett Rogers knockout. The uh, I, you, I, you, I, you go back to Pride. You know, so many. Uh, it was just. just... Man, he's so fast. He's 45 and speed kills in the sport. Speed kills. Whew. Yep. And the accuracy on those, those those just, they feel like wild looping hooks, man. But those all hit, boom, right on the chin on Tim Johnson. And Tim Johnson, while he's not maybe, you know, a top 10 you know, world beater, he's always still a tough out. And the fact that he, it went down mm-hmm. that easy. Like and Tim Johnson has been great in his Bellator run. Had a very competitive um, five-round decision loss for the um, interim uh, heavyweight belt for Bellator. Just um, man, it's fun seeing Fedor. he just, just has that or have you have you worked a Fedor fight? do you guys? No. Ah, like, uh, bummer. Yeah, it's just it's it's he's that guy. Like, did like, I hear I Esther? Like like uh, Esther. What?
3: Shh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Fedor. No, I want to hear her <laughs> Fedor thoughts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh oh yeah yeah oh guy, you don't want to see this he, he, has to, <laughs> he has to he has to he just, uh, has, but talking, he just has an aura. No, like, like when he same. walks into a room he just has an aura. like a, a few fighters had that i feel like anderson silva conor mcgregor actually um ronda um, brock lesnar mm-hmm. uh john jones like when like when he walks in the room it's just like everyone's was like oh everyone's kind of shuts up fader no matter is up and downs in his career always had that and um that was one of the um I, I feel very fortunate i've been at very many fedor fights and got to film him backstage and you no know, see him in the hotels and like that so it's just um it was cool it was cool seeing him go up, have that type of victory and um i hope i don't know if it's, he's gonna probably have one more fight but um i don't know <laughs> mike mike on to the next
3: bader right bader they're rematch right you gotta bonus to the next they're gonna do it right are gonna do it
1: yeah, one hundred percent. Fedor's love teammate it. is going to step aside. He's going to step away and let the man get his shot. Fight, Bader, Final fight of his career. He either retires the Bellator heavyweight champion, or yeah. he retires on a loss to the guy who was the heavyweight champion of the world. So, either way, Fedor gets his moment. Do it in a big arena. It's got to be in San Jose, right? You got to do it in San Jose, full arena. Mm-hmm. Like you can't do it at Mohegan. You just can't.
2: Well, it's got. It has to be full crowd. It can't. It definitely has to be. You know, I would. Yeah. yeah no. 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 Half, no. Half empty. Quarter. Quarter. No size crowd and it needs to be forming. moscow will be the best still if he his, his final fight, they sell it as their, the final fight this was never sold as the final fight right it was just no no it, they always maybe. say he's he has he has two fights left on his contract the plan was
3: this would be the first of the two legs and then okay. he's kind of said this week who knows what happens uh you know i haven't thought about it but i'm sure certainly it could be the last one uh but obviously the plan was for two um but th- but again that's only because he has two fights left in his uh belt or contract who knows what happens after? You know, who knows? Maybe, I mean, it's not over after the next fight, but uh, on paper, it does feel like a fight with Vader would be a cool last fight to go out on in a, in a big venue, but you never know with this guy. He's retired twice before, I think,
2: um, so you never know with Fedor. Let's bring DC out of retirement. <laughs> Fedor versus DC. We always wanted oh, to just, see it. Let's do it. Some, someone in the
3: comments literally just said that. Jonathan oh, no. Ram, regular <laughs> commenter, just said DC oh, versus yeah. Fedor. <laughs> Make it happen,
1: or you do Fedor versus Pujanowski
3: and just do a free. Oh, after free, tonight, free show fight.
2: <laughs> I would. Lo- oh, KSW, please get on
1: that <laughs> cross
2: pro- co promotion. Oh Let's my go. Gosh. Let's do it, please. Okay, to please. The, real quick to the commenter who put Fedor versus Verduum rematch. Great suggestion, but you're gonna have to change your screen name if you want me to put your comment <laughs> on the on the on the screen. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What is it? Clean I, it up I'm not, I'm not gonna say it. It's obscene. <laughs> it's obscene. It's an okay. obscene screen. <laughs> <The phone>. Okay. <laughs> All right.
3: It's a kind of name wait, that wait, Esther yeah. Lynn would find funny. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Let's put it that way. That's so uh, that's how you know how
2: appropriate it is. Not appropriate. <laughs> it's, it's Esther's burner account, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, it might be. And I, sh- I mean, there
1: was a crazy upset. It was a kind of a freakish crazy upset in the co-main event. Uh I mean we can always talk about Usman Ramaga Madoff's massive just- upset.
3: Soma looked it. good though, by the way. Soma uh yeah, might have he might've been on his way to winning a decision anyway. So it, it did end in a weird freakish like finger injury. I think he might, might've been able to be, been about been, excuse me. I can't talk anymore. I think he might've been about to win a 29, 28 uh, score. He was chopping uh, Minnikov down with some, with some uh, cap kicks and stuff. So uh, yeah, he gets in kind Russia? of a weird finish, but I, that's a, if it had gone to the judges, who's to say I should check the, uh, <laughs> I I should check the bell for a I think they did put up the cards. So let me see. But uh yeah, that was weird. That was a very weird call, man.
1: And a massive upset from Usman and Maga made off as high as a minus 7,000 favorite come fight time. Uh, but oh, he gets God. it done in the first round,
2: as expected. He uh-huh. got his
1: showcase moment, and there you go. There's some good prelim fights, from what I understand. I didn't watch them, but yeah, I'll have to go back and you watch them you later.
2: Uh, our, our girl, um, Dar- Darina... She got her she butt kicked. Awesome. Yeah, she did not look Magic. too good. Uh, yes, she did not look great. Uh,
3: guys, I'm starting to think that that fight where she, she beat up a 529 pound guy, that fight might not have been on the up and up. I don't know about you guys. I, I hate to be like,
2: I'd hate to be that guy. But now I'm starting to think maybe that. How dare wasn't you? Even below 10 point. And, and the fact that after she won the fight, they laid him out in the middle of the, of the ring and they posed around him mm-hmm. like he was like just yeah. like a rhino they shot. And, you know, Just like Sus. posing like with big, a big game hunt. <laughs> Sus. Uh, regarding the Selma Minikov
3: thing, uh, two judges had it tied going to the third and uh, one judge had it, uh, Minikov, up 20 to 18. So I think Selma might have won a split. I think he might have gone on to win a split.
0: All right. I don't right. know.
2: Shall we go to the peeps? All right, peeps, throw your qu- oh, oops. Oh, old oh, 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 question. Sorry. <laughs> All right, what do we got here?
3: Um, spam your questions now, people. Spam your questions. This yes, now is the time.
2: Now. Spam the questions, please. The other heavyweight fight tonight, which I did not see.
3: Oh, Rico Verhoeven. Yes.
2: <laughs> did was anyone... he losing that fight? I, I didn't watch just... it, but I I didn't just watch it. So just Twitter I just it was a lost it was... first round. Yeah, I just heard it was a good fight. Um.
1: I believe Gokansaki won as well. Damn, AK. All right. AK, okay, for, oh, for, uh, the... for our podcast oh, listeners, oh, can you read thank this?
3: thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you, Man in Black, saying, damn, AK Lee looking sexy. Well, you know, I don't like to brag about it, but uh, I'm wearing a nice shirt right now. I'm wearing a nice shirt for today's MMA festivities for, for Fedor's uh, – I feel this is an appropriate color for fe- I think Fedor would appreciate this. It's very bland. I'm wearing a tan. It's a very bland tan shirt. And uh, that's. Uh, I should have worn
1: my fader sweater. I should have <laughs> worn my fader sweater.
2: You know, I, on my screen it kind of looks like because your your shirt is kind of flesh flesh colored. It kind of looks like uh-huh. you just decided, you know, just jump out of the shower and yeah. just you know. I'm just topless. Yeah. yeah, I think that might be why. Maybe that's what Man in Black is seeing yeah. as well. Maybe
3: that's why he thinks. No, I am wearing.
2: Uh, I'm wearing clothes. Um, what else we got? Um, this is more of a comment. But in general, oh. have you seen fans kind of maybe turn on cost? Of like, you know what? Whatever. He missed weight, but he's still – I'm still a fan. Uh, what's the general consensus you've seen from kind of the users out there?
3: I don't think there is one. I don't think there's a consensus. I did a everywhere. lot of people who – were. I mean, there was certainly a vocal, a vocal part of the fan base that was like, oh, "This guy's an idiot." Uh, you know, people who probably already didn't think too highly of Paulo Costa, and like this was just the latest slip up. Slip up, and it was so high profile. Um, but I did see a lot of people that were kind of took our somewhat our, our more lax attitude towards it. We we're just like, "What's the big deal?" They're stepping in the cage anyway. Now they don't have to cut the extra weight. So I, I think it was split. I think it was a little bit split. I think there was su- quite a bit of support for him still, um, even the people who don't like him who were just like kind of shrugging their shoulders and saying well whatever they change the contracts okay fine he 20 20 percent fine okay fine um he's gonna move up after probably let's move on with it so yeah i think there's i think like i said i think there's been a good discussion around it and i think there's been fair points on both sides and and i think uh i think the mma community has been very good about their discussion of this topic so well well done mma community
2: (laughs) well done I, I I'll, I'll yeah. say this. Um, I I wasn't the biggest fan of just as a fan of uh Paulo Costa, but like mm. I've, I've kind of I like I said like he's gave us he gave us so much to talk about for this for this fight week, and um yeah, that's I don't know from from a journalist perspective that's all I can ask for. Otherwise I was like I was like yeah two really good dudes let's see who wins. <laughs> I'd say
1: most people kind of feel like Vittori fails. It's just like yeah it's kind of a kind of an
3: a hole. But
2: yeah, great fight. Thanks for sure. the that thanks was part for the fight, bro. Yeah. Thanks for you. yeah. That was yeah, part of I it. It was I it. think
3: like well, 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 if Vittori doesn't have a problem with it, then I'm not gonna have a problem with it. I think that was a lot of the stance that, yeah. that people took, and and that's it. And that's fine. I'm not, again, I don't, I don't blame anyone for thinking that way. Just, All right. Life's too short. Life's too short to stress about stuff like this, right? Yeah. Uh, does Bruce, I feel like we get this question yeah. every
1: time Bruce, Bruce Lee Wright fights. Yes. And the answer is yes. True. And I think it's been the answer <laughs> the last three fights he's had. Like, he should fight a top 15 guy at this point. Like, come on. That was a top – like, Sion Choi is a very good fighter. Like, a very good fighter. And there's a reason I'm the only one that picked Alex Caceres to win this fight. It was a flyer that I was not confident with, but it was worth a look because Caceres just needs to weather that early storm, and he's dangerous every second of the fight. And it showed in this one. So, yeah, he definitely deserves a top 15. No more, like, I, I, th- I think he's played the gatekeeper role, the quote-unquote gatekeeper role long enough. It's time to see what he can do. Let's throw him in there with, with the top 15 guy and see what he's got.
3: So, paul felder said paul felder said during the broadcast man it feels like we've been watching him you know, this is 25th ufc fight and he's like if he's only 32 it feels like we've been watching him for like 10 years and it's like we literally have been we, watching yeah. him for 10 years <laughs> most of us most of us anyway his ufc debut was in 2011 so maybe there's some people who have been watching him before that but uh yeah it's crazy how long he's been around he's been around for a, and very active there was not like one, some long stretch where he didn't fight i think he's like at least two fights a year I, i'm not looking at his record right now but um yeah 25 fights over 10 years Across two divisions very competitive in almost all of them there's maybe like the crone you have like a random crone gracie fight which is a bad like style matchup for him other than that he's just he's been in it so i don't know what a unique uh uh role this guy plays in the in the ufc hierarchy right now
2: yeah i'm just looking at for his sure. entire his his record in the ufc it's it's just mm-hmm. just really unique um yeah there's no yeah, one like it unique i mean but, I, but looking at it, it it seems like the only top. 10 top 15 fighters he's even really faced have been Yair Rodriguez who he lost at mm-hmm. this, I'm pretty sure Yair was ranked at that time he lost a pretty uh, lost a split decision to Yair which is really impressive honestly and um he got his butt kicked by Uriah Faber when this is Uriah Faber in 2014 at his prime pretty much or near his prime so uh yeah that's um who, who, yeah I don't I don't I, don't, I, can't, I can't think of a, a exact person who he should face but um yeah I'll, i don't know maybe 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 he got a little secret he's a, he's a little secret jim miller kind of run you never know i don't know sure all right yeah yeah I not, like, not, Uh not,
3: doesn't that doesn't have quite the names on his resume like that jim miller has like relatively speaking but um yeah i see what you mean like he's just a guy who's around who they can throw in with for anyone but at mike's work, though let's give him a, a bit more of a veteran name opponent this time yeah
2: um or i mean if you
1: look at the if you look at the top 15 there's there's a nice mix Maybe he gets the Bryce
2: Mitchell fight. Who knows? Oh, That is a good one. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Where does Paulo fight in the rankings at 205 in his first fight? Mm, this
2: is such an easy answer.
1: This is such an easy answer. And it's, I don't even know. It's not a rank guy, but it's an easy answer.
2: Uh, I'm not, I can't think of, I, I don't have a exact name. You go, you go, Mr. Heck. Go uh, ahead. Go ahead, Heck. Iwan
1: Kuchalaba.
2: That is the fight Whoa. to make.
1: Just oh, going throw those crazy. two. Yeah, just throw those two bohemians in there and just let them throw ba- throw them bolos at each other. And we got a different oh. listen, we got a different kind of Iwan Kutalaba. We got wrestler Iwan Kutilaba. So it could uh, uh-huh. could have a little technique going on here. I, I think that's the fight. You just throw those two dudes in there. That's a co main event on a fight night. That is a opening that's a main card opener on pretty much any pay per view. That's the fight to make. You're not throwing them in with a top fifteen guy, you're not rewarding him for the weight miss and just throwing him into it with the rank guy. You're throwing him in there with the dangerous fun fighter that, and if he wins it, then you can shoot him up in the rankings and give him somebody else. But I think that's a great first test for him in his new official weight class.
3: You right. have chosen violence today. Why oh, couldn't <laughs> yes, Oh, that is wild. One. That's All the right. mad, That's a light heavyweight matchup. I didn't know I needed until, until this moment. It's an odd. spoiler. I love preview. Wow. Stock
1: up down on Grant Dawson. Oh, it's down in my question. eyes. It's down in my eyes. You're the um, biggest favorite on the card. You're supposed to oh, roll this the biggest guy.
2: favorite? Biggest favorite on the card. Oh, wow, that is down. That's down. Yeah, main event spot, new
1: division. Grant, and listen, and I don't mean, I don't say this disrespectfully because there are very few people that cover the sport who has been high, as high on Grant Dawson mm-hmm. as I have been for the last six years. That's true. I've seen this guy in the UFC for a long time. Like, just knew one day he would get there. I was high on him when he fought for Titan FC for victory. He had some kind of personal issues that he overcame and then just kept on winning and winning and winning, winning. The guy is a monster. He's at a new weight class. I think he's at a perfect spot in his career right now. But I think while his stock might be down, I think when you look at the overall story of Grant Dawson and his career and where he could go, this is going to be the most important night of his career. That fight with Ricky Glenn, that third round, that is going to be everything for him. Everything changes from here. It's going to be a very pivotal moment in his career. So while his stock goes down, I think he needed this fight. It's better to have it now than have it three fights from now when you're fighting a top five guy. My thoughts.
3: Yeah, it definitely didn't go up. That's the thing. If we had to choose either or, then I would stay down. Um, It sounds a little harsh, but uh, yeah, if it's either or. I mean, it, it was a draw. Technically, like the easy answer is to say it didn't change that much, but uh, but yeah, it, it didn't go up. I, I don't think there's any way to say that Grand House's stock went up uh went up today. I don't know what you're saying. Sorry about that. Well, am I? I, I what that's me. <laughs> oh, I thought I was. <laughs> I
1: heard you, A.K. <laughs> AK uh, I
3: don't know what you're saying. That was so, that was so uncomfortable. <laughs> Casey.
2: um no yeah um it's so weird how how one how those last 10 seconds of that fight might completely change grant dawson's career in a sense you know in a sense that if say he struggles out of it or as soon as the bell rings he just hops up like ah i I lost round, but i won the fight then we're kinda of looking at this totally different, you know, or just say if that if he's actually out and the ref just stops the fight, you know, right when the bell rings, go get up and the, and he loses that fight, but he gets to draw. I'm just saying, it's just it's just like so many things in this sport where like just so many things, you know. Your career can jump jump off or just kind of really stall. And unfortunately for Dawson tonight, this was to me, this was as good as a as bad as a loss, honestly. Um uh, money wise, is a loss. Um, I know he doesn't get the loss on his record, but um, yeah, I was I was like you, heck, um, I I was really sold on Grant Dawson. I thought he was a future top ten guy, but um, yeah, the person, the fighter we saw tonight, uh, that wasn't there. Maybe it was just an off night, like, or maybe we just really underestimated uh, Mr. Ricky Glenn. But um, definitely down on Mr. Dawson. And it was this was a showcase fight yeah. for him. I mean, co main event on a fight night card. I mean, for a guy who doesn't really have a big name. This was an opportunity, and yeah, it's a bummer for him.
3: Yeah, can, can, can we give some love to Ricky Glenn because he's a this guy's <laughs> yes. a, this guy's the definition of a seasoned vet, and he's facing a young horse in Grant Dawson. Who, again, normally when he gets people to the ground, I mean, the dude's a killer, um, and certainly again he showed some of that today. But Ricky Glenn's the kind of guy again; he's not going to panic. Um, he's going to weather the storm. He's not going to gas himself out, you know, trying to do stuff he can't do, and 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 he you know he knows how much damage he can take. And he survived and managed to get a draw out of it. Um, so a lot of credit to Ricky Glenn, who again is not, you know, whatever. He hasn't had a great like run. He's not, he just can't seem to string together wins. But he's just always in almost, pretty much every fight. And mm-hmm. uh, he's he was a, a, the ver- the he was the right test for Grant Dawson at this point in his career. And I, I guess we can just say that Grant didn't exactly uh, pass with flying colors.
1: Yeah, this is huge. This this was huge. He's twenty seven. He's got a long way to go. He's got one of the best coaches in the game and James Krause. He's like James's star pupil and has been for a long time. But let's not forget, two weeks prior to this, he was supposed to fight Diego Ferreira, a top – I think he's the 11th-ranked guy in the oh, division oh, right yeah. now. So what this tells us is, one, lightweight. Don't you forget how deep this is because it's a very deep division. And two, when Grant's – twenty, Grant being 27 years old, he's still, he's still got a long way to go. I think he's learned now, like, yes, you want to be the champion. You're going to keep clawing, clawing away until that belt gets wrapped around your waist. But now you know there's no need to rush. You don't need to run, rush into a top 15 fight. The Fajeda fight was a great opportunity for him. But had he fought Diego Fajeda, he might have got, gotten stopped in the third round tonight. He might have got stopped. I mean, who knows? Maybe that was too much too soon for him. Maybe the style was different. I don't know. Yeah. But I think this kind of, like, signifies, hey, dude, you're very good. No need to rush. You're going to get there, but let's just slow down a little bit. Let's just slow down a little bit. Top 20, 25 guys, the Ricky Glens, the Alexander Hernandezes, and Han- Hanato Moicano's of the world, like, you should be fighting these guys. Win- start beating these dudes, then we can start talking about that. Grant's a very good fighter. He's going he's gonna to get there. He'll be a top 10 guy in the next two years, no doubt about it. But I think this is a very valuable fight for him, despite not winning it all right and last question last one
2: no oh, Who gets ignore, it? ignore the ignore the, the the name of the guy jeez i didn't read it all is this the one no no this isn't the one this one this one this name isn't even that bad the, the other one no, that was somebody else I'll throw, I'll throw it in slack what the other one was this na- this name would barely make uh esterlin <laughs> chuckle this was not No, this is yeah. not uh no. look at your slack uh Oh geez, okay, I, okay, now no, don't, don't don't report this to HR. This don't report this part. to HR. This is a this there was context to this. There's a context to this Slack message, by the way. This, is,
1: this isn't this isn't that far removed. It's just presented <laughs> in a much nicer way. Um, was DC right about Fedor, or is he just jealous of Fedor's hot bod? Okay, so for those <laughs> who <laughs> missed it, Daniel, the
3: first it, question is a little more part. Real, a little more relevant.
2: But we obviously I mean, listen, know he's, but he's jealous. That's, but that's, no not, that's not that's not what we're right. talking about. Yeah.
1: So basically, DC said Fedor at best would be like, you know, top s- five, six, seven guy if he came to the UFC. Like he wouldn't have been. We said average. so like mean, great, Yeah, he'd be an average heavyweight. So he'd like be, I think he'd he be anywhere from like five to ten. Um, How's being number five? I don't know. Whatever. It's no. hard. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. It depends like which version you got. The Strikeforce version that was going to come over.
2: I don't know. I don't know. Oh um, no, Fedor done great. Um, whatever. That's just I don't know. That was, that was a weird thing about DC. I think DC was trying to. I saw a few tweets later. He was just trying to give, D, trying to give um, Fedor some props and stuff. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, yeah. You know, DC talks a lot. You know, you say some weird things he, every once in a while. He he's he's an ESPN take guy now. Let's yeah. be honest, and he
3: has great he has great insights. He knows more about MMA than you know than any of us. But he is he is part of the ESPN sort of hot take system now. Um, which is great. I think when you're, you know, it's fine when you're a broad you're getting into broadcasting with ESPN. That's what to look for. But I do think he's, he's, he's been learning to speak in that very hyperbolic, um, uh, you know, conversation, starting style uh, that, uh, that uh, ESPN and other outlets um, encourage. So, Take these kind of things with a grain of salt. I don't think it's the most like well-thought-out argument when he says something like that. He wasn't like going in his mind one by one, like, oh, could Fedor beat this guy? Could Fedor beat this guy? and He wasn't thinking about that. He just made this... this make, for, make for a good statement that'll get people talking. And he's right. We're talking about it right now. All right. Okay.
1: And we will talk no more. Okay? We're done. But don't worry, my friends. You will hear from me and AK tomorrow. On to the next one. And I believe that this one will... This episode will drop probably like 90 minutes earlier than it normally does. we got to record a little bit earlier. Uh, you know, we've got things to do. You know, it's a Sunday. It's football, all sorts of things going on. So, <laughs> we out. For Casey, for AK, I am Mike Hecht. Hope you enjoyed the night of fights or the day of fights. Rising coming up a little bit later on if you haven't gotten your fill yet. So, enjoy that. We'll see you tomorrow.